Welcome back to Home Design Chat with Nancy. We're all about your home, kitchens, baths, style, appliances, and more. You name it, and we chat about it. Well, as I've said many times, I catalog the shows by date. And today is July 21st. Would you believe we are closer than halfway to Christmas? I can't believe the time is flying by so fast. Anyway, let's get on with this. We have done several podcasts about scamming and guarding against being hacked. So Chris Diamond, my guest today, and I are going to do it again. We're going to talk about how not to be scammed and hacked. These these people are annoying. And, you know, it's sad if people fall for them. So you know what we're going to do today? We're going to give you some hints on how not to get scammed. Hey, Chris, thanks for joining me today. Hey, good to be here, Nancy. Well, let's talk a little bit about your background so people are familiar with you, even though if they've listened to these podcasts, you've been on several times, and you produce these podcasts. I do. Well, my background is I come from corporate IT. Um, I worked with uh, a lot of the entertainment companies, including Disney in Los Angeles, and I lived in there. Uh, not in there, but there. And I'm um, sure and then I went on to there. And then when I came to Arizona, <laughs> I was doing um, bank security assessments where I'd go to banks and figure out if they're uh, following the rules to be safe, to keep your information safe and your bank accounts. Mm-hmm. And that was a pretty interesting job because one of the things I had to do was um, um, social, what do they call it? Social something. God, I can't even think of the name right now, but I, I would have to go into a bank and try and sit down and plug my laptop in without anybody stopping me and try and scan their network to see how good they are at stopping hackers. Um, so I did that for a while and now I am a web designer. Yes. And very oh, good at it too. I might add. Oh, thank so you. If, if anybody's familiar with my website, it's Nancy Hugo, <clears throat> excuse me, Nancy Hugo.com. And the other one is designerscirclehq.com. And Chris is responsible for both of those. I am. So thank you. Thank you. Plus, I recommend you all the time because I think you're good at what you do. I try. (laughs) I know. Uh, So getting on with the show and getting (laughs) on to hackers. I don't know. I think if these people would put half their brain towards doing good instead of trying to scam people, um, the world would be a better place. Of course, the world needs a lot more than getting rid of the scammers, but that's another story. So should we start out with how do we avoid being scammed, Chris? Well, yes. And the way, the best way to avoid being scammed is don't believe anybody who calls you or <laughs> or contacts you through your computer. Um, that's the main way that people are scamming now is they're calling and they're saying they're from Microsoft or they're from the IRS or you got one today from Amazon, Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, so this is the best way is just um, be very cautious when somebody calls you from a, a company and says that you're in trouble. I mean, they're, they're, they're using a lot of scare tactics now. I get all the time. I probably get one a day at least of somebody calling me saying, you know, there, there's a, there's, you know, something wrong with something. And then they're said that they're going to uh, report me to the police or they're going to put a warrant out for my arrest. Oh, I had I one of those know. yesterday. 
Yeah. Yeah. It was like, you better clean up your record and um, dial one or hit one. Right. Because, yeah, because you are under investigation. I mean, all this <laughs> ridiculous stuff. And if I didn't know better, and obviously I did fall for a scam, but it, you know, when you think about it, you go, okay, this is obviously a scam. But if you're not real familiar, if anybody out there has never been scammed and you got a phone call for the first time, you're really thinking this might be true. This might be real. I better do something about it. Yeah, right? they, they'll even threaten, you know, that we have a, a warrant out for you and we're going to send the police to your house, to, you know, to arrest you if you don't comply with whatever they want you to do. And usually what they want you to do, and this is if, if you get far enough into the phone call, they're going to ask you, they're going to say, oh, yo, $800. And if you pay this off, we can, you know, um, cancel the warrant for your arrest. And we need you to go to Walmart and get some gift cards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I'm surprised that people fall for that because why would the IRS need Walmart gift cards as payment? Yeah. Um, sometimes, true. sometimes they'll ask you for uh, to send it through a MoneyGram or or you know wire the money, but the big thing now is to get gift cards. And I I, I always wondered why they asked for gift cards, and I think the reason is is because they you can they'll ask you to take a picture of the back of the gift card, which will have the number and the authorization code on it. And they can sell those in, in India or in uh, Nigeria, which is where most of the scams come from. They can sell those gift cards for cash. I got to say, those people are really creative. But They are. Yes. I'm, so what are the key words <clears throat> that we listen for if somebody calls? Well, you know, any anytime they say that, that you owe money and they're going to take some kind of action. That's, that's a big keyword right there. You know, that, that there's a worn out for your arrest or they're going to put a freeze on your bank account, anything like that. You know, that it, it's, it's pretty obvious to us, but you know, some people who are not familiar with it m might get really worried. And that's, again, that's what they're trying to do is they're trying to scare you. Mm. The one I just got regarding Amazon, and they did not have anything to do with it. It was the scammers. But uh, the guy said, and he had an accent. I guess that's one of the, the things to listen for. Boy, if they have an accent, you know right away that it's a scam. But he said, um, well, go to your computer. You have an email saying that there was a purchase on your Amazon card. So I said, well, I am in my, on my computer and I didn't get any email. He immediately said, well, that's because they're in your computer. They know everything about you. I think Again, those were scare tactics. words. Yeah. Yeah. So then I said, oh, I'm going to have to call you back. Bye. And I hung up. Um, because, yeah, I could have just slammed the phone down. But you, it's hard to slam a phone down when you have a mobile. Remember the good old days when you had a... <laughs> you really so, slam it to tell them you're yeah. really angry. Yeah, but the only thing you can do is say, well, you can use a couple of um, my favorite words, but not here. But you another, could do that. Another um, flag you can, you can see is if a lot of times now they're getting numbers that match your area code and the first oh, and yeah. the prefix of your phone number. 
So, you know, mine is uh, 480270 and then the rest of my phone number. So I'll get calls from 480-270-1234. And it looked like it's a local call. And so I got to pick it up. Mm-hmm. Um, but but really, um, they're just buying those numbers. I'm getting, for the people out there who um, are as old as I am, I must get three or four phone calls a day about medical insurance, increasing your benefits for medical insurance. And they have been area codes all over the country, but there's also been some in my area code with my first three, my same prefix. So you think, well, it's got to be somebody local, but it's been from every state. Yeah. And it says this, this phone call is being recorded and a couple of times I've said, good, because this is what I'm going to tell you. And, you know, I just let him have it. But how many times I, how many times can you be on the do not call list or block the phone number and they still get through? Yeah, they're buying banks of phone numbers. So you can block it and they'll just go on to the next number. But I have had phone calls where it says this call was blocked and they've gotten through. Hmm. That I'm not sure about. I mean, I've never run into that situation, but yeah. putting your number on the do call do not call list is like a waste of time. It, well, it it helps with legitimate telemarketers, but it doesn't help with the scammers because hmm. they're obviously you know not going to follow the rules. So we talked about scamming on the phone, but let's talk about what we've heard about recently <laughs> with the meat business and the pipeline and that's ransomware that's ransomware and what they do in that case is they um will try and get on your computer somehow so a lot of times you'll get a call uh supposedly from microsoft saying that you have viruses and they need to scan your computer or there's something going on with your computer and they need to get in. And this is this is something I warn everybody about. Anytime anybody calls you and says they want to get into your computer, it's a scam. Don't let them. I fell for that one time, remember? Yeah. And I, I and, called you and I was totally <laughs> hysterical in a nice way. And um, luckily, I guess they just didn't do what they were supposed to do because they didn't get into my computer really. Yeah, what they'll do is they'll, they'll install software on your computer to control your computer. And once they got control of your computer, they can add any more software that they want to. And they'll, what they'll add is sometimes key loggers, which, which basically records every keystroke you do. So if you're logging into your bank, they're recording your username and your password. Very scary stuff. So then in order to get control of your computer, is that where you have to pay them? Yeah. So back to ransomware, what they oh, do yeah, that's what I was... is they, you know, when they put software on your computer, what they're going to do is they're going to encrypt all your files, which means they're going to scramble them up where you need a password to unscramble them. And unfortunately, you know, if you know anything about passwords, the longer the password the longer it takes to, you know, for me, I can I can break passwords if they're six characters. I can break a password in a, a few minutes. But if you go to 12 characters, it'd take me a few months to break that password, and maybe even longer. So what they'll do is they'll encrypt your files with a big, long password so you can't 
try and uh, figure out the password. And then they'll ask you for money, usually in Bitcoin, to give you the password so you can un encrypt all your files. And once your files are encrypted, they're useless to you. All your all your financial data that you keep on your computer, any photos, any Excel spreadsheets, any Word documents, PowerPoint, everything's encrypted and not usable. Well, I hate to bring this up, but these big companies like the meat industry who was um, attacked with ransomware, why don't they, or maybe they did, but... <clears throat> There's got to be some protection, some firewalls, some something. How come they were broken into? Um, theirs was theirs was all human human error. Really. And what happened in in two of those instances, the pipeline, and there was another one that just happened recently. Is they actually didn't they didn't get into that company's computer system. They got into software that that comp company uses, and it's usually security software. Yeah. Which is which is the pathetic thing, is they. Um, I know the last one, and I can't remember who was affected. I want to say it was a school district or a government agency, but they were using a vendor to do their IT, and the vendor was using software that basically, you know, allowed them to get into their clients' computers. So you know, they would call Sam, their tech support guy. They'd call me. And I would legitimately get into their computer because that's what I'm supposed to do to help them solve their issue. Well, they hacked that software that they were using to, to get in to manage um, their business and get into the computers. And that's how they got into to those big companies. And again, with that pipeline, same thing. They didn't hack the pipeline's computers. They hacked one of the vendors that they were using. And they're saying that most of these big companies are being hacked by Russians. They must have. Yeah, I heard Russians and Chinese. So. Oh, both of them. Who knows? Yeah, those guys must be very um, creative. Yes, well, I, you know, that's what they do for a living. So. so you would think that these big companies would have, and, and the periphery, would have extra security so that their software, their computers, their programs are airtight. Obviously, you would, you would think, no. but they don't. There's always there's always um, somebody who missed something, and the way that they got into the company, uh, I wish I could remember the name, but the way they got into the company that serviced the company that got hacked is that one of the employees who left had a super weak password and was oh. using that same password on all his accounts. So they actually broke into his account after he had been terminated and they didn't, they didn't um, disable his account. And that's how they got in. Hmm, interesting. So if you're working for a big company, you get fired, you're a very upset employee. You can actually give your password to somebody just to get your previous employee employer uh, in trouble. Well, had that company been following their security uh, protocols, the minute that guy was terminated, they would have deleted his account and somebody, mm. you know, somebody didn't do that. And that's. So what do you suggest for the average person who's on a computer and maybe just does their banking or emails and everything else what do you suggest to have them do to protect themselves? Well, 
the the best thing to do is have an a backup and what you want is revision to backups so that means when the file changes and i'll give you an example so say you're working on a word document and you've finished half of it and that gets backed up to your backup service whether it's you know a local hard drive or, or a cloud service um, and then you finish the document and then the document now has changed and it gets backed up, but they keep an old version of the of the document, right? And a lot of backup companies have like a 30-day revision policy, which means they'll save everything up to 30 days and then they'll delete it. Well, if you're if you get hacked as a you know as Joe consumer and they encrypt all your files, the that your encrypted files are going to get backed up. So that backup is no good to you, but the revision backup, because once those files are encrypted, the backup service says, Oh, there's a change. So I'm going to reback these up. So they have a copy of the files before they were encrypted. So basically a good backup service would help you in that, in that scenario. Now mm -hmm. I, I heard that, that one of the companies they paid, it's like it was like twenty million dollar ransom fee. Oh, for one of these recently. Yeah, they got yeah. the key to unencrypt all their files, but it was taking so long, and they had backups that they could have restored, but they had so much data that it would have taken you know months for them to restore all the data. They bought the encryption key for the twenty million dollars, and they found that was too slow too, and they ended up not even using it. They ended up. Um, I don't know if they recreated the files from somewhere else or what they did after that, but that's what happened. Oh, nice to know. Well, we're going to talk more about this after I talk about kitchen design and remodeling your kitchen. And there's a lot of people out there doing that. And I would say 99% of the people are looking for new appliances. So you might try Thermador. Thermador, go to your local appliance dealer and check out the Masterpiece Collection for Thermador. It's a modern design for every kitchen, and they also came up with the Professional Collection. And that's a professional-grade design where you can experience restaurant-style quality in your home. So try those out. Thermador is luxury that lasts and powered by design and led by innovation. So to learn more about Thermador, you can go to thermador.com. And by the way, if you are remodeling your kitchen and you are looking for new appliances, I would suggest that you quickly order because the lead time is out there on an average of six months. So don't think you're going to go someplace, order your appliances for your kitchen that you're planning on remodeling, and you're going to get them right away. Things are way behind in every aspect of remodeling, including the cabinetry, um, the light, everything, lighting, cabinetry wood is way behind everything is going up in price too so uh plan ahead uh anyway getting back to not being scammed i know that we did a seminar together and you gave people a couple of ideas on how to protect their uh computers and one of them was to um always update your software or update your computer right that's correct, because um, what happens is, especially in Windows, I'm on a Mac, so people don't really try and hack Macs because there's not That's enough cute. of them. That's cute. Hack a Mac. Yeah. 
there's not there's not enough of them they don't have a big enough market share so not worth their energy huh right so most people are going to go after windows machines and what happens is microsoft will find a security flaw in windows and they'll update it so microsoft actually sends out patches every tuesday so whenever they find a security flaw they'll fix it and send out a patch so you want to make sure that your computer's on and you're getting those Windows updates because that's what's going to help you protect against someone breaking in your computer. Now, that's not going to protect you from letting somebody break into your computer like you did, Nancy. Thank you, Chris. When they said, <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. They said, you know, I'm from tech support and we need to get into your computer. And you say, yeah. sure. And they say, launch this program. Click here and launch this. And that's that's where they get you. So the big Luckily, thing... Luckily, I must have been talking to an idiot because he did not follow through with the hacking. Thank you, God. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Did, I don't remember. Did we find, I think we found some software on your computer and disabled it. Um, the software he used to get into your computer. Yeah. Right. Well, what about the time that my website designerscirclehq.com got hacked? Remember that one? I do. And that was because, you know, I haven't had a website hacked since then. And the reason that one got hacked is because we were using some software that they said they're not going to they're not going to support it any longer. They're not going to make any updates. And we needed that software because we couldn't find something else that did what that software did. So we chanced it and lo and behold, they got uh, us. They got us now on on your websites now. You know, you get a report from me every month that shows all the updates I did. Um, so any software on your website that gets an update, I apply it. I look every two days and make sure that all the websites I manage are up to date with, yeah. with all the... Um, it also, in the report you send, uh, states how many people tried to break into my website. And I'm amazed. There are thousands yeah, people think, oh, I just have a little website. You know, here's my little website for my deli. No one's going to want to hack that, but you'd be surprised. I I see reports. I have one guy who's a, he's actually a carpet. He repairs carpets in casinos. Oh. So, you know, a casino gets a big stain. He'll cut out, cut it out and put a new piece of carpet in there and seam it together. And that's what he does for a living. And you know, he has a site that I manage for him and he doesn't get, you know, he maybe get three visitors a week or something mm -hmm. to his site. But boy, they try and attack that site all the time. Um, what would they get out of it if it's a site that doesn't get a lot of traffic? I guess they're getting hungry. They'll try to hack into anybody. Yeah, that they'll try and traverse, meaning that most of the time you have a website on a server and there's other websites on that server so they try to get into one site and then they try to traverse to all the other sites that are on that server mm. or may even try and get into that server. Um, but, you know, I use a lot of uh, security methods to keep people out. Well, good. That's why I haven't been hacked lately. Well, let's go talk about appliances again. You know, uh, elegance is simplicity. And for a contemporary yet functional aesthetic look, you can go look at the minimalist collection from Monogram. Modern details like push to open oven doors, which I saw in person, all you got to do is 
just lightly touch that oven and the thing opens. It's amazing. And it'll also open if you tell your Alexa or whatever you have to open the oven door. Very interesting. They also have the statement collection. That's the traditional look. This unique collection pairs modern design with traditional kitchen appliances, and it features a timeless aesthetic look. So remember, it's not just one detail, it's many when Monogram puts their appliances together. So you can go to monogram.com to find out more information, and also you can visit your local dealer. Um, But again, I've got to say, Monogram is not going to stock appliances. They haven't caught up yet. Just like Thermador, just like everybody else in the appliance business, they're all way behind. So get your list of appliances after you've talked to your interior designer, possibly your kitchen designer. And when you're sure of what you want, you got to put the order in. Otherwise, you're going to be out appliances for a while. Speaking of appliances. Yes. A lot of the appliances now are becoming internet enabled. Oh yeah, they're all going with connectivity. And that's that's another uh, area where hackers are trying to get in through your what they call IoT, which is Internet of internet Things. Internet of Things, right? Um, so it's very important as you update your computer to make sure you're getting updates on your appliances as well. Well, you know, I want to say something. I did a podcast with Dan Hugo about this and he said the and everything has an app. The more apps you have on your phone, the better the possibility of you getting hacked. So, yeah, there I mean there are people who are probably not as protective. They're more interested in talking to Alexa and getting that app working to turn on the radio and find out the weather but you've got to be vigilant in having everything updated yes. and sometimes you don't need an app you can just walk over to the refrigerator and find out what's in there right I, no yes that's, that's yes. so barbaric yeah to well, have I've to got actually one last, look in the refrigerator yeah um <laughs> i got one last question for you sure and i know the answer to a point but since you take care of my websites For those people who don't have you and they have been or they've fallen in the clutches of a hacker, what's the first thing they should do? Well, you can try and report it to the police. Um, They are not going to do much about it. Um, They might give you some resources to to call. But, you know, once once you've once you went to Walmart, got those gift cards and given them those numbers, Pretty much, it's going to be very difficult to get your money back from them. That has been done, um, but it, it, yeah, once you do that, it's 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 very difficult to get your money back. Yeah, so there's nothing you can do now. Okay, so that is you know doing something like getting the gift cards and being scammed. What about what do you? What's the first thing you do if one of your clients calls you and said, "I think I let somebody in my computer." What's the first thing you do? Well, shame on you, right? Yes. (laughs) I berate him. No, I don't. Um, The first thing you should do, and the only way to be sure that you're 100% safe, is to back up your data and then uh, redo your computer from scratch, which means every every modern computer has a a button you can push. And by button, I mean on, on the screen. That'll restore your computer to exactly how it was when you got so, it. So that's called factory setting, right? Correct. Factory reset. 
which oh, that is a pain. It is, but that's you know I can I have software that I can use to try and get rid of anything they put on there, but you never know because they they're pretty clever in finding places to hide, hmm. to hide stuff. Um, yeah. So unfortunately, that's what you have to do if you if you've been hacked and you really think that there's still software on there that's that's malicious. Wow. You know, I always said uh, computers are nice. Technology is good. I remember the days when I had a file cabinet. And what's the worst thing that can happen? You misfile something and you got to go through all your files to find it. So there's good and bad in technology. You know, there's um, a lot of good, a lot of bad. Sometimes bad comes out of good. Hopefully good comes out of bad. But um, I still say it. Uh, you know, life without a computer might take me a long time to find things. We couldn't possibly be doing these podcasts without a computer. Nope. But uh, I guess you have to be very, very careful if you're going you to get You have a to computer. be very vigilant. And, you know, the top security experts, the top um, computer security experts, don't even use antivirus software on their computers because they know what to do and what not to do. So always err on the side of caution. So if somebody contacts you, they're from Microsoft, they're from the IRS, they're from the Treasury Department, just just assume that they are not legitimate. Mm. And if somebody sends you a link in an email, so say you got a thing from your bank, and it's got your bank logo on it. It's an email from your bank, and it's got your bank logo on there. And it says, you know, your security of your account is compromised. Please go change your password. And they give you a link to click. They will make a site that looks exactly like your bank's site. So never, ever, ever click a link in an email. Um, if you get a letter and it says your your bank account has been compromised. Please change your password. Do not click the link in the email. Just go to your browser, type in your bank name, and log in that way. Mm. And well. that, that that's for everything. I mean, unless you know the person and you know they sent you whatever you're going to click on, I would not click on anything that I got. Mm. Well, talking about that, I'm just going to go into one more thing, and that's Facebook. I think everybody gets their Facebook account hacked. And immediately, if you get an email saying, or actually a message uh, saying, hey, let's be friends, I want to connect or whatever, and you've already been a friend of that person's, that's the first clue that they've been hacked. Right. That, that That's not necessarily a hack. Basically, somebody created a profile that's exactly like theirs. And what is the reason for that? They're not getting any money out of it. No, they're just getting information. They're getting information from you. Sometimes they use that information to try and, you know, hack your bank account. So you might talk about your pet and one of your security questions, what's the name of your pet? Well, they know because they're following you on your Facebook. Sometimes it's just to advertise to you, to market to you. Mm, but yeah, that's, that's something to watch out for too. You know, I noticed there's a lot of, it's funny because, you know, bank um, Facebook has that Facebook marketplace now which is basically like classified ads. People can sell stuff on there. I come across a lot of scam ads on there. Really? Yeah. Um, you know, and I can I can recognize them because if I'm looking at a motorcycle and it should be $15,000 and they're selling it for 
$4,000. I know that that's a scam. And what were they trying to gain f- by doing that? They're going to get your, at, at, at minimum, they're going to get your email address because they're going to ask you to email them. And then they're going to sell your email address to marketers. Oh, how nice. And you're going to start getting a lot of spam email. Yeah. You know, we can talk about this all day, but um, we both have things to do today. So yep. we have to say goodbye. Do you have any last minute words? Um, like I said, just be vigilant. Don't trust anybody and don't be greedy. Greed, greed and fear are the two things that they play on. Okay. So fear is, is you're going to get arrested. You're going to get your house, you know, foreclosed on. And then the greed part is, Hey, you know, you've got a, I get these all the time. You've got a credit for $300 on Amazon, you know, go here to claim the credit. And that's a yeah. scam. I get a lot of those. And also, what about those letters that you get saying, and I get these a lot, you know, <clears throat> I need a designer. And they go on to explain everything. And they say, oh, and I, I got this one. I will be sending you um, all of my art collection, and it's worth $100,000. So all I need from you is money to assure me that you know, that, uh, that art collection is going to be safe with you. Uh, you're better off just <laughs> totally deleting. Yeah. You no, know, there's the, two things you can do. You can hang up the phone or you can delete the email yep. and just go on your merry way. Yeah. Just to mention, there's, there's one of the biggest scams going now is this has been going on for a while is you'll get somebody, I don't know if they're going to buy something from you because you're advertising on Craigslist or, or, like in our case, they want to do some business with us. And they'll, what they'll do is they'll say, well, you know, I know you're charging me $3,500, but I'm going to send you $5,000 and just go ahead and deposit that check and then just send me the $1,500 and you can keep the $3,500. Um, and basically what they're doing is they're sending you a, a counterfeit check. You're going to deposit that in your account if you're not too bright, you're going to give them $1,500. <laughs> Before the check clears, which it'll never clear. Right. And then three days later, they're going to say the check was fraudulent, and they're going to pull that uh, $5,000 out of your account, and now you're out $1,500. Oh, nice. This happens all the time. And again, it's that greed thing. Yeah, that's scary. Because sometimes you'll be selling something, and you'll be selling it for you know a car for $5,000, and they'll say, well, I'm going to give you $7,000 for the car. And here's a check for 10000 Well, the and, big thing is don't take a check. Cash only. Yeah. And yeah. if you do take a check and they want you to send them money back, say, that's fine. I'll send it, you know, 10 days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to wait 10 days and send it. And they will, they will get very impatient with you. Now we're both late for our next appointment. So, yeah. Chris, <laughs> um, I do want you to uh, tell everybody about your, uh, how they get in touch with you. Because yeah, so you are if, a plethora of information. Yeah. So if you uh, if you have a website and it's it's looking kind of tired and it's not really performing for you or you need a website because you have a business and you don't have a website, um, you can call me and I will help you out. And I'll be glad to just talk to you and give you all the options. And if you go with me, that's great. If you don't go with me, that's fine, too. I want you to be informed. Um, so you can just go to my website. It's hogfish studios.com and there's every way to contact me in the world on there or you can contact me and ask me for chris's information absolutely 
So, Chris, thank you so much for doing this. No I, problem. I, we always talk about hacking and, you know, how not to get scammed. And I think it's, it's almost a community service announcement that we do because it happens all the time. And we're just trying to help people not fall into their clutches. Yep. So... I hope you enjoyed today's show. I hope everybody, um, no matter what the platform that you're listening to this podcast on, you can subscribe. And don't forget to share them with your friends. As I just said, we have so much information on these podcasts. It'd be a sin not to share. If you want to learn more about me, you can go to nancyhugo.com, another website that Chris watches out for. And if you have any questions for me or for Chris, you can email me at nancy at nancyhugo.com. Hey, Chris, yeah. stay safe. Have a great day. Thank you for doing this podcast with me. You're welcome. Bye, Chris. Bye.